Hello, and welcome back to Collegiate Jam, Season 3, Episode 39. I am your host, K-State Sam, saying, It's time to continue talking college basketball and making pits for the week of February 26th through March 3rd. That's right, tonight, my two co-hosts, Chris Gear and Thomas Brimer, will be joining me to make picks and also review Joe Lenardi from ESPN's most recent bubble. So please sit back and relax, and let's get ready for another episode here on Collegiate Jam with your host, K-State Sam. Hey, everybody. Just a quick ad. If you haven't already, please take a moment and follow us on Twitter at Collegiate Jam. Again, that's at C-O-L-L-E-G-I-A-T-E-J-A-M. Again, if you like what you hear and you'd like to be a frequent subscriber here on our podcast, then just go ahead and go to Twitter, follow us, and you can listen to all of our new episodes that are each week. And... Tune into all of our picks and upsets here on Collegiate Jam with your host, K-State Sam. Welcome back to Collegiate Jam here on a beautiful Sunday. Uh, We're going to be talking key takeaways from last week in college basketball. So I'll jump right in and and start off with mine. Uh, That would be Kentucky blowing the doors off Alabama at home. Well, first first off, who are you? I'm the co-host, Thomas Brimer, uh, along, along with Cyclone Chris and K-State Sam here. That's right. Um, no, no, you can continue. Sorry about that. But yeah, uh, Kentucky just looked really impressive, uh, putting up 117 on Alabama. I mean, wow, that's a prolific offense. So that's going to be my key takeaway from, from the past week. What about you, Sam? I have two key takeaways. The first one is... Cincinnati lost at home to Oklahoma State, and I think both of y'all texted me in our little group text saying they were not going to lose, and they did. And that was huge. Uh, Actually, no, uh, I'll throw in uh, one more, too, before I say the other one. LSU beat Kentucky, and that was huge. It may have uh, given K-State new life for uh, a possible another one seed or quad one win. And then the other one was K-State taking down BYU at home yesterday, 84-74. So we got some life. Uh, I know we're going to talk more about Joe Nardi's bubble here in a second. But, um, man, 10 or ten teams in front of K-State on the bubble lost yesterday, which is huge. So, Chris, what was your big takeaway? Yeah, Sam, that LSU-Kentucky game was wild. Dillingham on Kentucky was – just willing him to a victory on his own, coming off the bench, scoring over 20 points. But LSU had that crazy buzzer beater at the end that was heartbreaking. But I I would say for takeaways, I mean, Washington State has been on fire lately. They beat Arizona on Thursday, and then they turn around and lose to Arizona State, who is like a 500 team. So Um, I'd also say – Wake Forest beating Duke, and, you know, that just stinks about Flabowski getting injured. And that was a big win for your wild, your Wildcats beating a ranked BYU team. Yeah, it was huge, man. It was it was much needed. We hadn't won in about three weeks, so it was much needed. 
All right. Well, we're going to take a, a short, short microscopic size break. And then when we come back, my two co-hosts, who are they? Chris Gear and Thomas Brimer will be joining me to break down Joe Lenardi's most updated bubble from Sunday, today, February 25th, 2024. You are listening to Collegiate Jam. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Collegiate Jam podcast. I am Cyclone Chris, and we're going to dive into Joe Lenardi's life. I'm kidding. His bubble. <laughs> Gil and Chris. Well, thank you, Chris. We're going to move in to that part of the show, the the bubble pre the bubble update, excuse me, from Joe Lenardi on ESPN, our friend, aka Bracketology Joe Lenardi. Guys, the his most recent bubble was this morning, Sunday, February 25th, and it looks like this. Last four buys. Nebraska, New Mexico, Nevada, Virginia. Last four in. Seton Hall, Providence, Wake Forest, Gonzaga. First four out. Texas A&M, Utah, Villanova, Colorado. Next four out. Butler, Ole Miss, Drake, Cincinnati. And then next slash being considered. Oregon, Iowa, Kansas State, Pittsburgh. We'll start with you, Chris. Chris, who sticks out to you on this bubble that may have not been on the bubble last week? I would say Virginia sticks out. They, I mean, it makes sense. They've lost two straight games to Virginia Tech and North Carolina. So they definitely need to get back on the win column. They're 20 and 8, I believe, third in the ACC. <clears throat> um, yeah, I mean, first four out, I. Damn it, Thomas. I don't want your Aggies to be on there, but yeah, that makes sense. They, they lost like four in a row. Um, next four out. Yeah, I'm bummed Drake is on there as the next four out, but they, they, they just got pounding against Northern Iowa. <laughs> I got my Drake yeah. shirt on tonight. Yeah. Butler, yeah, I'm surprised they're on the next four out because we, we raved about how good they are. So. Yeah, I'm glad to see Nebraska still hanging in there. Go Cornhuskers. As a K-State fan, I'm so glad we finally got a win. And I have, I'm loving this bubble. <laughs> I'm loving it. It's like uh, I'm not advertising for them, but it's their marketing statement, McDonald's. But uh, bup, bup, um, I'm loving it. That's McDonald's marketing slogan. All right, Thomas, what sticks out to you on this bubble? Yeah, as Chris said, it's it's been cool to see Nebraska kind of make their way up. I think a couple of weeks ago they were maybe like first four out or next four out. So uh, they kind of made their way up. Virginia dropped down uh, to the last four buys. So uh, definitely kind of interesting to see a team that's sitting in third in the ACC uh, on the bubble. I would say that's not normally normal for that conference. Um, Gonzaga still sitting right there on the bubble as well. Obviously, uh, Wake Forest moving up with the win over Duke. Um, my Aggies first four out. Uh, kind of surprised, honestly, that we're first four out and not further down this list. But um, got to get some wins to get that momentum turned around. And then um, Cincinnati still next four out. It's looking like their tournament chances are kind of slimming down. So we'll see how it shakes out. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, K State six and eight now. 
Cincinnati's five and nine. Cincinnati goes to Houston on Tuesday. And so if they and Houston will most likely be ranked number one tomorrow around lunchtime when the Houston will be when the rankings come out. And so if if Houston if Cincinnati loses that they're five and ten, if K State beats West Virginia tomorrow night, will be seven and eight, and Cincinnati will be five and ten. And like Thomas said a couple of weeks ago, he thinks that last spot is not guaranteed, but if there is a last spot, uh, he thinks it maybe come down to K State or Cincinnati. And uh, yeah, it's crazy. K State could be seven and eight with uh, three games left playing Cincinnati, who could be five and ten with three games left. So who knows? All right. Well, we're going to take another short break. And when we come back, my two co hosts and I will dive into the 10 game slate of games uh, through Monday, February 26th through March 3rd. You are listening to Collegiate Jam with K State Sam. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Collegiate Jam. We're going to move to our final segment of tonight's show, the 10-game slate for the games uh, in college basketball from Monday, February 26th through Sunday, March 3rd. Guys, the first game on our 10-game slate looks like this. Tomorrow night, Monday, February 26th, 6 p.m. Central Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on ESPN2. The West Virginia Mountaineers come calling to the Octagon of Doom, a.k.a. Bramwich Coliseum in Manhattan, Kansas, to take on the Kansas State Wildcats. Guys, K-State lost 7 of 8, but then got a much-needed win yesterday against BYU at home, 84-74, and is hosting the Mountaineers, who we beat in Morgantown back in January, 81-67, inside, inside their arena, West WVU Coliseum. Now, guys, I say K-State wins this game, one, because we can't lose it and expect to go to the tournament. If we lose this game, we have to win the Big 12 tournament to get in. If we lose this game, guys, and... Winning Lawrence, we still have to win the Big 12 tournament to get in based on not having enough quad one wins. Thomas, who do you have winning between West Virginia and K-State? I say K-State. Sam, I also got the Wildcats. We all know that y'all are pretty tough at home on the Octagon and Doom. And Arthur Kaluma, man, what a game he had versus BYU. Uh, Double-double. He was up. Out there for 39 minutes, so basically played the entire game with 28 points and 10 rebounds. So when he's playing at a high level, it really kind of takes the pressure off Tyler Perry. Um, you know, he has 16 as well. Cam Carter, uh, the usual suspect, with 12. And then Gasson, uh, who I like. He plays with a lot of energy, also chipped in 12. So uh, Wildcats, like you said, had a much-needed win over BYU, and I think they'll keep it rolling. Awesome, man. Awesome, man. If we don't get in, I just hope we keep winning to give us a chance to get into the NIT because I know our players don't want to play it. I don't want us to play in it unless we don't get into the dance. And uh, I also want to see us try to win it. As, see it. I think it'd be cool instead of watching on TV, seeing us, you know, hey, we won today. Go to sleep, wake up, we get to play again. So I want to see us. I'm going to the baseball tournament, and I want to see how many games we can keep, how many games we can play while we're there. So just it's almost March. I hope. People get mad, and those people that are not mad are K-State people. Uh, 
uh, Chris, who do you have winning between West Virginia and K-State? Yeah, same. You know, this is a must-win for K-State. And they got four games left, and they can realistically win three of them. I don't see you guys winning at Lawrence. I hope you do. But, I mean, West Virginia at Cincinnati and then my Cyclones. So, you know, you guys always play us tough for sure. Yeah, I mean – I'm picking K-State in this one. Like Thomas said, Kaluma went off against BYU. Perry also had 16 points, good game. Yeah, I mean, West Virginia 6-8 and eight in the Big 12, right down there with Texas, which is crazy because, you know, how far Texas has dropped this season. You said West Virginia. They're... You mean K-State? Oh, yeah, sorry, K-State. K-State is 6-8, and eight, dropped down with Texas. Yeah, man. K State's or Texas is so bad they're they're on K State's level. It, it's crazy because we've lost before yesterday. We had lost seven out of eight, and we're six and eight. That means we started out four and one in Big Twelve play. Yeah, I, K State really has to win this one. Like you were saying earlier, if you get five more wins, then then you guys can make the tournament. So, when you know you got to take care of business against all these teams. You know, if you win at Kansas, then awesome, but. You know, win, win these three games and then win two in the Big 12 tournament. So, all right, I, I like that. And again, just say if we win th- those, we win th- all the, those games except KU, and then we win a Wednesday game against a team I don't know, like Oklahoma, and then we lose I don't know to a team like Baylor on Thursday. That's where I feel like it's more so of we could get in, but I don't feel comfortable. Whereas we win five we win five more, I will feel really comfortable. So not including a Tuesday win. We have to win Wednesday and Thursday. All right, guys, the second game we're talking about tonight, second game, Monday, February 26th, 8 p.m. Central Time, 9 p.m. Eastern on ESPN. The Baylor Bears, and again, I'm not saying rankings to confuse people because they don't come out till Monday at lunchtime. The Baylor Bears come calling to... Ed and Ray Schulmeyer Arena, excuse me, in Fort Worth, Texas, to take on the TCU Horn Frogs. Guys, I have Baylor bouncing back against TCU after the triple overtime loss in Waco. Thomas, who do you have winning between Baylor and TCU? Great pick, Sam. Uh, Baylor had a tough week last week. Um, they lost at BYU, and then, like you said, in overtime at home versus Houston. Um, so I don't see them losing three in a row. And then after that, I believe after this game, they go and play uh, in the fall against Kansas. So uh, no, they, uh, they, they're trying to. Uh, they play Kansas at home. Oh, okay, it's at home. Um, regardless, it's going to be a tough game, but I see, uh, Baylor bouncing back in this one. All right. All right. Great pick. Thomas Brimer, the host of Daily Dunk. Chris, the host of the Shifting Gears Sports Podcast. Who do you have winning between Baylor and TCU? Yeah, I've also got Baylor. I don't see them losing three in a row. TCU just had a good win against Cincinnati. Um, but... I, I just think after Baylor losing that heartbreaker to Houston, they uh, want to get back and take care of business against the Horn Frogs. 
Ray J. Dennis had a great game against Houston. Jalen Bridges had a double-double. So uh, Baylor is really starting to come together. So give me the Bears. Agreed, agreed. If they had not lost that game in BYU or in Provo at BYU Wednesday, they'd be in good shape right now. Very, I mean, they are in good shape, but they'd be in very good shape. All right, guys, the third game tonight. Third game. Tuesday, February 27th, 6 p.m. Central Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on ESPN2. The Cincinnati Bearcats come calling to the Fertitta Center in Houston, Texas to take on the Houston Cougars, who I very well think will be ranked number one by tomorrow when lunch happens with UConn going down the other day. Guys, Houston is going to abuse that Cincinnati defense and and that Cincinnati offense. I think this game is going to be like 92 to 57, something like that. Cincinnati doesn't get blown out much in Big 12. I think all their games are won almost five or six points losses, except against TCU. They got blown out by 18 yesterday. But I think Houston is going to make a statement. Cincinnati is literally almost on empty for their tournament hopes. Give me Houston big. Thomas, who do you have winning, Cincinnati or Houston? Sam, I think you were looking at my picks. I also got the Cougars in this one. Um, you know, when Shedd and Cryer are both on, it, it's really hard to stop them. Uh, you look at the game versus Baylor. Sharp had a good game. I believe Roberts had a good game. Um, I mean, Houston's just a tough basketball team. They play a gritty style of basketball, holding opponents to 56 points a game. So give me the uh, Cougars twin big. Good pick, good pick. And uh, down there on the team stats, points per game, um, Cincinnati averages 7.7 more points than Houston, but Houston gives up about 11 points less. So that'll be the difference. I don't think Cincinnati will be able to score nearly enough, even though they almost won at home against Houston. Chris, Cincinnati or Houston, Tuesday night? I've got Houston. I mean, Cincinnati, they're hanging on by a thread, so they're going to bring all they got to the table. But, yeah, just like Thomas was saying, shred. shred. Oh, my gosh. Shed. <laughs> yes! How many, how many times can I mispronounce that guy's name? At but, least, uh, at least three more times Paul. until April. Juwan Roberts, he's also just he's putting in work right now. I mean, he almost he practically had a triple double against Baylor, 17, 8, and 4. So Houston is gritty. They're tough. I mean, Cincinnati will give him a fight. I don't think Houston will kill him as much as you think, Sam, but give me the Cougs. All righty. Guys, the fourth game we're talking about on our 10 game site, the fourth game. Tuesday, February 27th, 6 p.m. Central Time, 7 p.m. Eastern, ESPN. The Kentucky Wildcats come calling to Humphrey Coliseum inside Starkville, Mississippi to take on Mississippi State. Guys, Mississippi State went on the road and just annihilated LSU by 20. And Kentucky beat, I think, Alabama yesterday by like almost 30. And it was even worse than that. Guys, give me you give me University of Kentucky to bounce back 
on the road, even though they just won big yesterday. Excuse me for the yawn. It's been a long day. Kentucky is going to win again on the road in Starkville and improve their seeds. Chris, the Kentucky Wildcats or the Mississippi State Bulldogs on Tuesday night? Well, Sam, I, I, I feel like I'm you in right now. I'm feeling the upset. I'm going to go Mississippi State to knock off Kentucky at home. I mean, just like you said, they obliterated LSU on the road. Josh Hubbard had an amazing game, 32 points. They have just great guards in their team, like um, Toulouse Smith as well. So, Or no, he's a forward, sorry. But give me the Bulldogs in this one. Let's go. All right, Billy. No. Yeah. All right, Thomas. Who do you have between, winning between the the University of Kentucky and Mississippi State? Not so fast, Chris. Uh, the Wildcats. I know they had a uh, tough loss at LSU. That was kind of a heartbreaker. But man, their offense looked unstoppable um, on Saturday against Alabama. So I think the Cats will keep it rolling and get another win on the road to improve their resume. Um, kind of typical for John Calipari team starting to get it clicking in March. I like that. Late I, February, but I like in that. The, in the words, in the words of Lee Corso, not so fast. I'm not going to say. <laughs> I like hearing yeah, that Thomas though. I like hearing that the cats are going to get a much needed road win. I like that foreshadowing. All right. The fifth game we're talking about tonight, the fifth game, Tuesday, February 27th, 7 p.m. Central Time, 8 p.m. Eastern on Big 12 Now and ESPN Plus, which is crazy to think this matchup is on, not on national TV. The BYU, a.k.a. Brigham Young, Cougars come calling to Allen Fieldhouse in Lawrence, Kansas to take on the Kansas Jayhawks, a.k.a. KU. Guys, BYU is going to beat KU inside Allen Fieldhouse by their three-point shooting. I thought about this earlier today. I know it's extremely hard for KU to lose at home. I know K-State just beat BYU. I know BYU's not very good on the road. KU's not very good on the road. But KU is very bad against the three-point defense. And I think BYU is going to annihilate them. I think this is going to be... I'm surprised I'm saying this because I don't think I picked KU to lose at home yet this year, but I think BYU is going to, I mean, if you look at the points per game, 82.8 for BYU, KU 77, KU gives up two less points per game than BYU. I think the three point deep, the three point ball is going to help BYU on the road because I don't think they're going to be able to score inside against Dickinson. Give me BYU to, win and win by 12 or 13 points. Thomas, who do you have winning? Oh, Sam, you set me up to say it again. Not so fast, my friend. Um, yeah, no, I, I do not see BYU coming into the fog. I know Kansas isn't maybe quite the uh, unstoppable force that they normally are this season, but I don't see BYU coming into the fog and getting a win. Um, I do think it'll be close due to the, the Cougars' ability to shoot the three ball. Um, but I think Kansas will pull away in the last two, three minutes and win by six points. All right. 
All right. Chris, who do you have winning? The Cougars of BYU or the Chicken Hawks of Kansas? The Chicken Hawks. Yeah, I've got Kansas in this one, Sam. I want BYU to win, as you know. Um, I'm, I'm sure Paige will get mad at me for saying that. Josh Motes is... Well, if BYU wins, if BYU wins this, you have to that I'm holding it to it, Chris. If BYU wins in the fog, the first thing you say to Paige is BYU won. Like the first thing you have to say to her if BYU wins this. No, if uh, BYU wins, then I'll show up to their house on a bike with a you know with a nice suit and tie, and you know talk to them about you know be, be, being a Mormon. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> All right. No, but uh, I'm, I'm going to go Kansas in this one. They're really starting to come together. They had a nice win against Texas. They smoked them. So give me Kansas. I'm still laughing about the bicycle comment. All right, guys, the sixth game we're talking about tonight, the sixth game. Also on Tuesday, February 27th, 8 p.m. Central Time, 9 p.m. Eastern on ESPN. The Texas Longhorns come calling to United Supermarkets Arena in Lubbock, Texas to take on Texas Tech. Guys, Texas Tech won the first game of Big 12 play in Austin this year. Make it two straight, sending Texas to the SEC and losing to Texas Tech on a sweep in the regular season against Texas. Chris, who do you have winning, Texas or Texas Tech? Give me Texas Tech in this one, Sam. I'm just not confident in the Longhorns right now. I mean, I already don't like them to begin with. But, yeah, I mean, Texas Tech, they just lost to Central Florida, so they're going to be angry. They're going to come out um, shooting their guns just like they do, you know. What's what's the slogan at Texas Tech? Uh, guns up and wreck them, Tech. Guns up. Yeah, there you go, wreck them. So, yeah, Texas Tech is going to wreck Texas, I predict. I mean, Texas has the talent. They're just not winning games. So, Well, I'm going to make a bold prediction, Chris, and we can put the stake in the ground right now on February 25th, 2024 at 7.50 p.m. Central Time. We, you and I will see Texas – I mean, I'm going to see all the teams play. I'm going to see all 14 teams play at least yeah. at some point in Kansas City. But you and I are going to see Texas play on Tuesday because if they lose this game, they will be 6-9 and nine in the Big 12, and they still have to go – say they're 6-9. and nine, they got to still go to Baylor. I say 6-10, and 10, uh, uh, and then they still, they got to host Oklahoma State and OU. That's, I, I, don't, I think they'll have a worse record than K-State, and I think we'll finish 9th or 10th. So write my word, Texas plays on Tuesday. All right. Thomas, who do you have winning? Your rival Longhorns or the Red Raiders, who you had a you know had a fight with years and years ago uh, at a bonfire, I think. Yeah, Sam. Uh, they uh, they rammed a goalpost into our student section, um, so that was not very nice of their fans. But uh, anyways, I, I this game hurts me to pick either of these teams, to be honest with you. Um, but I'm going to go with the Red Raiders. Uh, Darion Williams has been really stepping up and kind of being uh, the second fiddle to Pop Isaacs as of late. Uh, um, 
So give me the Red Raiders to bounce back after an embarrassing loss to Cincinnati. All right. Do they have an embarrassing loss to Cincinnati? I think oh, they. Sorry, UCF. UCF. Okay. Uh, I was. Conf- I mean, I'm not like saying you're wrong. I was confused for a second. I was like, wait, who does Cincinnati play? I forgot they played Oklahoma State, but I thought they played uh, Tech for a second. All right, guys. The um, the I believe it's the seventh game. The seventh game we're talking about tonight. Wednesday, February the 28th. The 28th. 6 p.m. Central Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on ESPN2. The Auburn Tigers come calling to Thompson Bowling Arena in Knoxville, Tennessee to take on the Tennessee Volunteers. Guys, short and to the point, Tennessee is really good. So is Auburn. But Tennessee's at home, and they're hot right now. Give me Dalton Connect to beat Joe Nye. I learned it was a, uh, everyone says Johnny, but it's Joe Nye Broom. Dalton Connect and Tennessee will win this game. Thomas, who do you have winning, Auburn or Tennessee? I also have Tennessee defending home court. Uh, obviously, they just trounced my Aggies over the weekend. Um, Dalton Connect is, although he hasn't been playing quite as well as of late, he's still looking like the front runner for SEC Player of the Year. Uh, his supporting cast is outstanding. Um, you got a die in the middle. You got Viscovi on the wing who can knock down threes, and of course Ziegler who runs point for them, uh, who kind of keeps them in rhythm. So, give me the Volunteers. All right, Thomas or not Thomas, Chris, Auburn or Tennessee. Tennessee is playing amazing, except when they got killed against the Aggies earlier in the season. Man, Auburn, you know, they, they just smoked Georgia, which is not saying very much, but they look really good. Their guard, Chad Baker, Mazzara, Mazzara, played great. 25 points, season high. John, uh, how do you pronounce his name, Sam? Broom? John? Johnny? Johnny? Jonai? Janai, I mean, yeah, he had a double double that game. I'm, I'm going Auburn. I'm doing the upset. I'm feeling it. It's, it's almost March, and you got to pick some upsets. I love it. I love it. Well, guys, the eighth game we're talking about tonight. The eighth game, Wednesday, February twenty eighth, seven p.m. Central Time, eight p.m. Eastern on Big Twelve Now and ESPN Plus. The Oklahoma Sooners come calling to Hilton Coliseum in Ames, Iowa to take on Iowa State. Guys, shorten to the point, Iowa State will get this win and protect home court, but it's going to be a very, very tough game. Oklahoma's coming off a three-point buzzer beater to beat Oklahoma State on the road in Bedlam. Chris, we'll start with you. Iowa State or Oklahoma? Yeah, we already lost to Oklahoma once, um, so we, we want to we're, we're bloodthirsty for the Sooners. We want to get this win. Um, it's not going to be easy. I mean, obviously McCollum is great. Jalen Moore had a double double. He had fourteen rebounds against Oklahoma State. This is a talented team, and uh, Iowa State against West Virginia, we look really sloppy. We, we won by, I think, seven, but it was a really close game, and it was scary. Um, 
yeah, we just really need to keep, you know, having Keyshawn Gilbert hit some threes, Taman Lipsy, um, you know, being efficient like he always is, and Trey King getting some tough buckets and then hitting some threes as well. Because Mom Momchilovich will hit some shots every game, and he's just an outstanding freshman. So I think we'll get this victory at home, but Oklahoma is a really good team to watch out for. All right. Good pick. Thomas, Oklahoma, or Iowa State? Sam, I also got the Cyclones defending home court. Like Chris said, they already lost to the Sooners earlier this year um, in Norman, and so they'll definitely be eager to get revenge on this one. Um, I think they'll win by double digits, uh, really trying to cement themselves as like a you know, potentially a three seed or some somewhere around there in the tournament. So give me the Cyclones to win big. Great to pick. I know Chris loves that pick. All right. The ninth oh, yeah. game. Yep, he does. The ninth game we're talking about tonight. Wednesday, February 28th, 7.30 p.m. Central Time, 8.30 p.m. Eastern on the SEC Network. We have the South Carolina Gamecocks come calling to Reed Arena in College Station, Texas, to take on the Texas A&M Aggies. Thomas, we'll start with you. I have South Carolina squeaking out a win because they are hot right now and A&M just looks lost, kind of like K-State does. I want to pick A&M, but I think South Carolina is going to steal a win on the road. Who do you have winning, Thomas, South Carolina or Texas A&M? Man, Sam. Uh, if I had a dollar for every time you pick it against my Aggies, I think I'd be a rich man. Um, I think I picked against them maybe like once or twice on our podcast this season. <laughs> once or twice too little. Um, but I'm going to go with the Aggies. I, I really do think this will be a tough game. It's going to be a grinded out type of game. AM has not looked like uh, ourselves lately, uh, just to be quite, quite frank. Uh, Henry Duck. Henry Coleman, who was a double-double machine earlier in the season, has kind of just been looking lackadaisical lately. I, I think he's injured of some sort. Uh, I saw him wearing, like, some rib padding, so I'm not too sure exactly what's going on with him. Um, but, man, Wade Taylor, he's he's due for a big game. So give me the Aggies uh, to win a close one at home. I, uh, this is a game we have to win if, if we want any shot of, of getting in the tourney. Agreed. Agreed. Chris? South Carolina or Texas A&M? Yeah, South Carolina is hot. I mean, they just beat a good Ole Miss team on the road. Um, it's just South Carolina is just, <laughs> you know, they're amazing. But then, you know, at Auburn, they lose by 40 points. It's like, what the heck? I mean, they're, they obviously have so much talent. Um, meet, uh, what's their point guard? Michi, I think is his name. Help me out here. I think Michi it's, Johnson. yeah, yeah. let's say yeah, Michi. Michi Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> Michi something, but A&M, yeah, just like Thomas said, they are in desperation mode, and they need to put every lay everything out on the table. So uh, South Carolina is tough, but the Aggies are going to be tougher. Give me the Aggies. Great pick, guys. Great pick. All right. Well, due to time, we're going to make our last pick pretty uh, as quickly as we can. Our 10th game tonight, our 10th game, Saturday, March 2nd. We're in March. Saturday, March 2nd, 12 p.m. Central Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on ABC. We have 
the Kansas Jayhawks come calling to the brand new Foster Pavilion in Waco, Texas to take on the Baylor Bears. Chris, who do you have winning? I say Baylor protects home court. Okay, you or Baylor, Chris? Yeah, as we know, Kansas has struggled on the road. Um, Bill Self must have sparked something when they went in Norman, but Baylor is a really talented team, and I think they'll win on like a buzzer beater kind of deal here. So give me the give me the Bears. Great pick, Thomas. Who do you have winning, KU or Baylor? Sam, I also got the Bears defending home court. Uh, they have a really outstanding offense, and. Man, Kansas, like y'all mentioned, just really hasn't looked like themselves this year on the road as much um, as you'd expect, you know. They just don't have the same juice on the road this year. So I think it will be a close game like we saw in Waco um, this past weekend when Houston visited town. But I think the Bears will find a way to squeak this one out. Great picks, guys. Great picks. Well, that concludes our 10 games picks tonight. Any final words for your listeners out there, Thomas? No, just hoping my axe can hang on and get some wins this week and put us back on the right side of the bubble. It's been a tough, tough go the past couple weeks with some unexpected losses. So we got to get some tough wins and, and get ourselves back in contention for the tournament. Awesome. Awesome. Chris, any final words? Oh, I just want to fly to Florida on this weekend to watch Iowa State play Central Florida. That, that'd be fun. But no, I'm just excited for March, Sam, ready to drink those orange vanilla Cokes and sit on the couch. And I wish I had Thomas's setup, but I'm ready. That's right. That's right. Thomas has two big old projectors or a bunch of projectors. So, all right. Well, guys, thank you for coming on. As you always do, you'll make Collegiate Jam a lot better than it could be. And um, or that it would be, I mean, and uh, our next podcast, our next basketball podcast will be next Sunday. But before that, our next actual upcoming podcast will be this Thursday, February 29th, and it will be season three, episode 40 with in its college baseball with me and Chris. And then our next basketball episode, excuse me, next college basketball episode, season three, episode 41, will be next Sunday, March 3rd. And that will be me and Chris previewing games for the week of March 4th through March 11th, previewing the conference tournaments that are starting at that time. But until then, as always, you are listening to Collegiate Jam with your host, K-State Sam, saying good night.